And uh, tell me what y'all think is what set the fucking alarm off. Your dog. My um. fucking dog. <laughs> so, we always would uh, place her inside of her kennel so she could uh, stay there. It's a pretty spacious kennel, uh, some luxury shit, luxurious shit. But she must have figured, all right, I'm tired, I'm tired of this fucking cage life. Mm-hmm. So I'm going to break out this bitch. <laughs> yeah. Now, it's, 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 a, it's a fucking metal, metal, metal grate. I didn't think a dog could fucking break out of there. Oh, uh, she chewed through that one? She, like, the corner of it, she mm-hmm. pried that shit open. Mm-hmm. I don't know how this shit is possible, but she pried that shit open and slipped through the corner to get out. And now she's fucking walking around the house, setting the alarm up and doing all kinds of shit all over the place. Oh, wow. What was she looking like? What was she looking like when y'all found her? She was looking like a guilty motherfucker. That's what she was looking like. (laughs) (laughs) That's funny. Hell no. I've been hot. Oh, of course. Of course. I mean... (laughs) I'm thinking thinking that maybe I must have uh, re-put the cage back together or whatever. And, um, you know, because we had just moved or whatever, so I had to break down the cage and put it back together yeah. when we got up in there. So I put it back the way it was or whatever. But on this part, that, that was a, like slightly bent, but I figured that was just a, her uh, sliding, sliding through it or whatever. So I put it back to make sure that everything was 100% all Gucci's and so forth. Give it another day or two, I get back home. I asked her out the cage again. Mm. I still don't know how the fuck she was able to do that. Plus, it's a couple pounds of shit on the fucking carpet. Wow. Where she, where she left out of the cage wow. and pissing her. So at this point, I'm pissed. This dog is definitely doing some fucking Houdini shit or, or, or some swollen shit. Get <laughs> out of this fucking cage, and now I can't fucking trust it. Wow. So this is what I would like to say. If hey, the dog's keep defense. in mind. Oh, okay, cool. You about it's, to say in the dog's defense? I it, just want to say, yeah. Peter, Peter may be watching. In the dog, on the in the dog's <laughs> defense, what if somebody was trying to break in, and then your dog was like, "No, nah, I can't let my master stuff get taken, right. so I gotta bust yeah. out of here." Right. On some animation, also, also yeah. animation. Like, yeah, I gotta hold the city down. I gotta hold going. it down. You know, plus ultra. You feel me? Facts. Bust yeah. out and defend at your house. Now, now it's just broken, so she can or he can keep yeah. getting out. What if he also, or it's a she, right? You guys got a girl dog or a guy dog? I think he says she. Okay, she. Uh, but yeah, what if she also buried the bodies so that you never found yeah. out who did it? She keeping y'all safe. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. In the dog's oh, defense, my defense rests his case. Oh, hold on, wait, wait. So you saying that she unlocked the back door and the back screen door? Yeah. Dug a hole, put the body inside there, redone that bitch, locked both doors. As she went in. See, well, I'm I'm saying buried as in, like, the bodies just disappeared. Now, the means of how that body disappears, could, she could have just ate them motherfuckers. Yeah. To be honest, that's probably where the shit came from, <laughs> if you think I'm about it. Like they yeah, might I mean, just be hiding in your house somewhere. Right? Terrified. <laughs> that's crazy, though. Yeah. I thought somebody really did break into your house, man. I would have be like, dang, Gramps, and you didn't tell nobody? Yeah. <laughs> you waited till a story time to reveal that you're going to be surprising us with the last right. I'm like, yeah, we do a podcast, but I assume that we still friends outside of this podcast. Like, you should still. You know, like, yo, story time. I got married. Like, right. <laughs> <laughs> what? <laughs> <laughs> you 
I was, was going to invite y'all during story time. Yeah, right. <laughs> <laughs> wow. All right. Um, is that it on the story time? Yeah, that's it, man. All right. Let's hop into some decent news. Before we get into cut the check, you know, it's, it's a pandemic going around. I don't know if the world, what's the disease center thing that, that does pandemic CDC? epidemics? Yeah. I don't know if the CDC says it's official, but social media and the internet says it's official. So, coronavirus is real, y'all. Yeah. It's out here. Out here, man. And it just hit the mean streets of Chicago. Yeah. So, the so the news say, you know what I'm saying? Looking for some diggers, man. Yeah. <laughs> hey. I know already got enough issues going on. Facts. I'm just like, here's my thing, though. So this this is the the what I find the the funniest part of it. We know that it's probably only like two cases in all of Chicago. Yeah. But every nigga about to treat every Asian. Oh, like they got this yes. in, bro. Oh, like, it's it's unlikely that you were about to run into oh, the two. I feel sorry for the Asian kids in high school. Yo, it's those over. Asian kids in it's high school over. with black suits. Oh, it's yeah, over. y'all get flamed every day. Every Don't day. touch me. <laughs> Hell, bro. They <laughs> and they got Corona. <laughs> <laughs> And, and that brings me back to when that motherfucking swine flu hit, bro. You couldn't cough without a nigga saying, oh, he got that swine flu. You know what I'm saying? Like, that's why I'm just like, I feel bad for any Asian kid that go to school with black kids. Because I already know what they are. Facts. Yeah, you're going to be getting flamed. If you wasn't already getting flamed enough, because black kids in high school is just a whole different level. Of, like, that's nonstop getting flamed. But, yeah, no, nah, this, now they got a whole new set of jokes for you ass. So. Yeah. Be careful. Mm-hmm. Uh, so did y'all hear how apparently it started? Nah, I started. So I was looking on news. I don't know how true this is. I ain't no CDC nigga, but they said that motherfuckers was eating bat soup. Oh. And got that shit from bats. Wow. Like, who does, who does what? that? I mean, it might be a delicacy in said country that had it. I feel you. I'm just saying, like, yeah. you had that coming, bro. Eating wow, bats. really? Eating bats. Bats yeah, are like some of the most diseased animals on the planet. Oh, are they? Yeah, it's I like know. rats then bats. Like that's on you for that. You one. You think so? It just really goes rats. <laughs> I don't think you go rats directly to bat, but that's what I'm gonna call it. I'm gonna say rats, <laughs> mosquitoes. What is that? What's like yo rats to, to bats? <laughs> no gradient, no, no chill. Just boom, rats to bats. Yeah, I'm pretty sure there's some in between. You feel me? <laughs> You look under your fucking bedroom, it's bats and rats in there. Like, come on, man. It's over. Yeah, I didn't know it came from bats. There was a... I had something in my mind that I wanted to say about uh, Corona, but then I kind of forgot. So, um, yeah, I mean, like, you know, I'm not... See, when it comes to shit like this, I don't ever want to downplay it too much. Mm -hmm. Because I feel like once you the nigga that downplay it... You the nigga that get that it. Get it. <laughs> so I'm gonna keep my mouth closed <laughs> on the pandemic and just monitor its progress. So you definitely look at that. <laughs> like, you, you are the type of nigga that says, as long as I don't, as long as I believe I don't have something, yeah. I can't get it. No, what I, yeah, no, it's not that I can't get it. It's just that once you find out it's something, it's something. Like now the symptoms are showing up like, what if I had Corona right now and I just never had symptoms? But then when I go to the doctor and have Corona, I'm telling you, as soon as I leave that motherfucker, <laughs> you definitely <laughs> had it. <laughs> like, yeah, I, I'm going to start showing symptoms, but I've been had it. That's all I'm saying. So, 
You probably don't want to be around me because I'm the type of person that I might have it and I'm just going to downplay the symptoms until, uh-huh. until, until it's like, dying. yeah, I'm dying. Like, <laughs> I'm in the emergency room. Like, so. bro, I swear you was coughing up blood. No, no, no. I just I sucked on the Jolly Ranger. Yeah, I just had some Kool-Aid before yeah, this, you know, know what I'm saying? <laughs> that ain't blood. <laughs> be on my deathbed like, yeah, I guess I probably did have that Yeah, but I mean, stay safe out here with the people with Corona. Make sure you wash your hands, uh, wear a condom, all that good stuff. I don't know how it gets transmitted. <laughs> it gets transmitted like the cold, so coughing on you. All, all yeah, so then fucking somebody definitely. You can't get yes, you can't fuck nobody with a cold and get a cold, bro. What no way, absolutely not. Well, of course you guys swamp and spit. You don't kiss when you have sex. No, I ain't talking about. I'm, no, we're just talking about purely sex, bro. Well, who does that? <laughs> Some motherfuckers do. Wow, who has sex without swapping spit? I mean, That's if crazy. you just met the girl, you're not about to be kissing on her. Like, Why are you putting your dick inside of her then at the what? same time? What, nigga? Are you what? I get what you're saying. I Niggas do that. But I also feel like having sex with somebody is like a degree worse in terms of like intimacy mm-hmm. and spreading viruses uh-huh. or germs to somebody than just kissing them. So like to say that you're just like, <laughs> no, I'm not going to kiss them. But I would definitely put my dick inside of them. I go like, wow, where is the barrier there? At that point, you're already all in. So you might as well just go ahead and... Okay, I get what you're saying. Maybe I'm going to scumbag. back. <laughs> that's crazy. That's funny. Alright, well, on to cut the check. Uh, Gramps, you have the portable body cooler. Uh, sounds like a big nigga device. Portion. Exactly. That's the reason I chose this shit. So it's called Cool Cool Human Portable Body Cooler. That's a long ass name or whatever. Yep. Their uh, phrase is Beat the Heat. So it's a rechargeable portable body cooler that blows air under your clothes and cools your quote unquote oh, microclimate. Got that joint. <laughs> so this is definitely, definitely for y'all big for y'all big Crazy, man. You crazy. Oh, he stay up, bro. He, he knows what. <laughs> he said, Chuck already got that joint. <laughs> <laughs> so, I can definitely see y'all copping like five of these. Oh, for sure, bro. Nah, my fam. I think. That's a summer necessity. I like to keep it OG with the big nigga sweat towel. I felt like <laughs> until those sales, <laughs> until I see those sales lifted, will I move to, unless we could brand this as an Afro talking device, then I'm totally <laughs> down for the portable human cooler or whatever it's called. But so you saying if, you said, if somebody right was like, hey, bro, I want to give you this to model it around. Oh, yeah. And, no. and, and preach is, is worth. Just give me, one. I just had to say, here's an Afro talking sticker. Let me just slap that motherfucker right there. <laughs> and then, yeah, for sure. I'll wear it. Hell yeah, I bet that bitch probably... Um, I get what they're trying to do with making it concealable, but, like, is it quiet? That's what I'm wondering. Do they call that out there as quiet? Because I feel like eventually somebody will hear... (laughs) (laughs) And then you just like... Nigga, you got a vibrator? It says silence. Barely audible at the lowest setting with no more ambient sounds. Say again, Gramps. Barely audible at the lowest setting with normal ambient sound and non-obvious at higher airflow settings. Uh, non-obvious. Hmm, sounds like a very yeah. vague term to say that it's probably kind of loud. Mm-hmm. It's not like super loud. 
But somebody will notice it. But here's my thing. Niggas will walk around in the summer with portable fans anyway. That's true. So I feel like if you're using this on the Outdoors is fine. I just would not want... Like, I'm not going to an event with friends with this. I feel like it's like... You know why I could see this? It's like, let's say if I'm going to like a convention, like a business convention or something like that, where I know I'm going to be in a place with a lot of people in a suit. Right. But I don't want my suit to get like hella sweat mm-hmm. stains and shit. Mm-hmm. I'd be like, oh, okay, it's getting hot. Let me pop this on real yeah, quick. It's, valid. it's a convention. People probably wouldn't notice. No, I agree. That That is definitely one of the perfect use cases yeah. for that. I'm or if you're like somebody that uh, gets really nervous during like a, a pitch meeting or something. Yeah. And then just like, oh, I'm going to wear this before I go in. Mm-hmm. And, and then turn it cool, off yeah. like right before I go in. Yeah. Right. I can see a couple decent uses for it. Hundred percent. I uh, it's fifty dollars. Did you cop fifty? I cop the Walgreens fifteen dollar brand. Yeah. Like if they had a wall version of this, <laughs> yeah, if they had one for for thirty or less. Hey, bro, that's it. Really, wasn't it? Because like they're not scaling for our market. They scaling for like like even the guy it's marketed to is some like runner active dude who probably has the money to spend on this. This is somehow a good investment for him. But like the average like. I think just maybe it's like my upbringing and like the black mentality, but like I'm not spending for something unless it's like, like you really have to show me the need. I feel like when it comes to in general black people for comfort items, you're going to have to show me why I need to spend 50. Right. I could just fan myself. (laughs) Right. Buy some water. We always think of like, what's the free option in this? And like, can I just do that? I could do this joint right here. Or if I'm already doing it. And that was free. I don't know know where you were looking, but it doesn't cost $50. Oh, I was seeing this first thing that said one circuit, one socket. No, two of them. There's two of them for forty six dollars, but one of them for twenty three. Oh, okay, then uh, that's, that's reasonable. Am I searching for this though? No. If I if it was a hot day and I saw it, hundred percent, I'll drop twenty. Right for that, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like if like I'm if some out dude in was the trip selling it, like man, I'm at the taste, and some dude got these. I'll that's make the it. perfect. Yeah, I don't see this as an investment. More like if you caught me when I really mm-hmm. needed it, I could see myself buying it, but I wouldn't buy it preemptively. <laughs> for sure. Yeah. No, nah, they should probably start marketing it that way. Mm. So give it to some niggas at like hot conventions or and, hot uh, like outdoor activities. Or people with uh was a hydrosis or whatever, people that would just like sweat like crazy. Yeah. Like I don't know if there's a help, but shit. Maybe. Well just give it to big niggas. Yeah. Simple as that. I don't know, man, because I don't know if big niggas really buying it like this. Cause I feel like as a like some big big niggas, you might need two or three of these joints. Right. I don't think one is taken care of. That's why they sell them in groups. And then is it gonna puff your shirt up? That too. <laughs> yeah, when you can throw them joints, like, we can throw them joints. You know that bitch looking like Big Hero Six? <laughs> Hell no. Hey, if it puff your shirt up, that that's dead. I agree. If it does pop my shirt up, I'm I'm done with it. If it pops um, your shirt up, they might as well stop selling it as a. I think their use cases for the gym are kind of stupid. That's counter because you go there to sweat. So like I don't. I feel like the person who's going to the gym to and complaining about the sweat they're having at the gym, like oh man, I, I'm sweating right now. Like, why are you at the gym? Like I don't. I would just be confused as to why you want it there. I think that that use case is off, like showing it there. I'm like, what do you mean, bro? You ain't at the gym to sweat. You at the gym to bulk up. I feel you, but like, how many people do you know that complain about them sweating in the at gym? The gym. 
Not a single person. Exactly. So I'm like, why you know would you, what I'm why like, you want it? Like, why would you want to be the nigga in the gym that don't look like he's working hard? Yeah. You will be that nigga <laughs> in the gym that, that doesn't that, look like he's working hard. That, like, that why would are seem you? like a market where, like, why, yeah. why are we trying to market this there? Maybe running, I could see. Like, that probably could help, like, as far as keeping you maybe going. Like, maybe being cooler, <laughs> like, helps with if your ability to run. Runner, yeah. But weightlifting and all this stuff, so yeah, no, nah, I'm good, man. In the gym, I wouldn't bring this there. I think that's kind of weird. Would you bring it to the gym? You the average gym goer here. Would you bring it to the gym? Dude, I don't care about sweating. Oh, see, so there you go. Don't make no sense. So you don't even need this, Gramps? Hell no, but it's for y'all big niggas. That's wow, man. So you already took yourself out of the community. Yeah, he ain't part of being one of us, bro. <laughs> wow. I'm happy that you've come to accept that. Check it out. All I'm going to say is, every time y'all niggas used to come to my crib so we could run that podcast, uh, All right. you know, at, at, the, at the old spot. <laughs> that wouldn't have made a and difference. Y'all niggas were complaining oh, to me. Oh, we definitely would have had to buy those sorts of shit. If I had these at the crib, y'all wouldn't have said a fucking thing. No, I don't, think, I don't think that would have made a difference, man. Uh, those shits would have to literally be an air conditioner. <laughs> you would have just had to get a fan. Even with the fan, sometimes niggas were sweating. Yeah. I really felt like we was doing the podcast in the sauna. <laughs> and you was the only nigga not sweating. <sighs> Daddy, funny, I wonder if you were all skinnier back then because of how hot it was. <laughs> you gotta be. Gramps was doing his part, keeping us healthy. Bro. But yeah, so Gramps, it's a no for you on buying this then, right? For me, like, like what uh, Player 5 said, I think Right, the the price point is okay, but I wouldn't go preemptively. If they call me at the right time, meaning like I'm outside or I'm traveling and it's hot and there's some person like talking these things, I buy it for the 20, but that's it. I feel like 20 is the perfect price to not care that much. Yeah. But 50, I, I got to look at it. <laughs> I hope one is enough for big names because the guy in here... Is not a nigga who looks like he sweats anyways. It's like this skinny white guy. So yeah. I think they need a big nigga test on a portable cooler. For like, sure. Cool, you you want to send us some uh, copies or whatever? We'll try them out. We'll try them out. Not in the winter. Yeah, no, I wouldn't try it out outside. But I mean, in a podcast recording, I just put the bitch on to see if it works. But all right, on to the anime segment. Uh, yeah, let's do it in So, first thing I just wanted to touch on because I felt like I had to apologize to the anime community. I made a mistake last year. I didn't watch, I didn't finish watching Fire Force before we did the, the decent awards, but now I have, and I felt like it is one should be, should have won uh, Slept On Anime or Manga of 2019 because not enough niggas was talking about it. And two should have won anime of the year, honestly. Like, I think it was out of Demon Slayer, Dr. Stone. I didn't watch Vinland Saga, but I don't think Vinland Saga is competing either. Shield Hero, like, uh, Fire Force to be was better than all. Like, I got through it, finished it. It was a solid, great series. Like I said, greatest anime of 2019, in my opinion. I just had to come back to y'all and let y'all know that, like, <laughs> if you're a Fire Force fan, my bad for disrespecting. And if you haven't watched Fire Force, like use 2020 to go ahead and get through that because that shit was good. Yeah, I ain't gonna lie. I actually just finished that shit the other day. Yep. That, that the show is hot. 
Telling you. No funny finger. I'm surprised <laughs> that why do y'all think it got such like little press in terms of like the community? Okay. And I wouldn't say like press as in big animates. I'm talking about like the community actually talking about. Uh, it. But, like I not many niggas talking about. They're uh so like, I feel like your average person can only keep up with about three anime at a time, which yeah. is why you get the big three, not like the big five or something like that. Yeah. And with that being said, I feel like this was an abnormal year in that a lot of hits came out. Like Demon Slayer, uh, um, Dr. Stone, and Fire Force. Then you already got shit like My Hero out. You know what I'm saying? Black Clover. So it's all it's already a lot of good an- anime to keep up with. And Fire Force, I think, is, is polarizing. It's goofiness. If you're not used to that style, you're probably like, eh, I don't want to fuck with it. You know what I'm saying? Um, there is definitely a slump in the series. If you're not watching this straight through, uh, there's a, a slump in the middle of the series where a lot of people fell off of it. A lot. You know? Um, so, yeah, it's just kind of like... It's just, if this came out in the winter or spring, right yeah. now, if it came out right now, while everything else on break, niggas oh, yeah, caught. Oh, fire for it. <laughs> yeah, that's been it. What about you, Grant? Why do you think niggas wasn't really talking about it like that? Well, I try to think about why, for example, a show like Torco wasn't really talking about a lot because I feel like that show was how to feel right. and, it, and it's on. And I don't know, I guess it's based off of first impressions when somebody uh, thinks about a description for the show. Yeah. They make that, that initial judgment of you want to fuck with it or not. Right. And I'm guessing when people, for example, with Torco, say, oh, nigga, shit, he's a fool and getting stronger from it. I ain't gonna fuck with that. People are probably thinking, oh, it's just niggas being firefighters. <laughs> yeah. I had to say I agree, like, a little bit with both of y'all, but I think that my, like, what was making me think that people wasn't catching on it is that, like, the first few episodes, and like you said, that slump, kind of make it feel like um, your typical shonen. Mm-hmm. Like, I don't know that turning point specifically when I was like, Whatever, I think it's when, like, more people started getting, like, their own solo fights or, like, maybe around time they started, like, investigating the first squad. But I felt like if you go into it from, like, the first couple episodes, you go, like, oh, this is, like, Naruto without plot or whatever. Or, like, you feel like it's your typical shonen, so there's nothing that stands out. But then once they start getting into, like, oh, it's deeper than rap, like, there's this subplot, plus the action is really solid... Then I think that's when it catches. But I feel like most people didn't stay around long enough to do that. Um, and then, like you said, other shows like Demon Slayer um, and like Doctor Stone, which was just giving Doctor Stone was just giving you something totally new from Jump. So I felt like you either like stuck with it and loved it from that first episode, or you knew for sure it wasn't for you after that first episode. And Demon Slayer was just like the hype around it just forced you to finish it, whether you thought it was that good or not. And the animation was was beautiful, so, um, like you said, I think they had a lot to compete with, and I don't know how they could have structured the first couple episodes to make it more, like, um, in your face I felt like maybe it started, like, in a Black Clover way, where even though they were seasonal, they kind of story-told in, like, a this shit ain't going on break kind of manner in the beginning, mm-hmm. and if they went more like, oh, this is going to end after 20-something episodes, I think maybe would have caught earlier. Because they would have probably front-loaded some of it, like, cut some of these episodes short of, like, I think maybe the second episode where they have to, like, go to that house and, like, uh, I don't know. They just fight a normal Inferno. 
But it was like this whole sad thing about it that was just way too long. I felt like if it was more seasonal, they probably would have cut that into like, here's like first episode or here's like half of the second episode and now we into other shit. Yeah. That's why I think would have been um, good a good way for them to tell the exact story they did but catch more people is if they told it in kind of like a split timeline. Like, oh, hey, here is where our main characters are. Or this is where they are, like Shinra and Gang. Mm-hmm. They're um, kind of getting into this plot. Yeah. And then you just do flashbacks of, like, the shit that we saw before. Because mm-hmm. I feel like the first half of the series was just a big-ass flashback. Like, we see this nigga join Company A, like, all yeah. this stuff that kind of don't matter that much, you know what I'm saying? Right. Like, they could have just started with the shit that mattered. Yeah, like the evangelist like, shit. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That actually would have been a good idea, yeah. Because, like, yeah, the first half of the series, like, besides episode one, like, you don't really have to watch it. You're just doing team building. And the team don't even start to get lit until the second half of the series anyway. Yeah. So it's like, you're still going to see them niggas turn up. Yeah. I mean, did you have anything else to add, Grimms? Because there's one more part I want to talk about with this. No, I, I think we can add All right, yeah. So last thing I wanted to say also, because I just took the time to do it. I was like in my car and I was like, you know, I wonder if the openings are better too. <laughs> and in my opinion, I think Fire Force openings, both of them, was really hard compared yeah. to everything else that dropped this Fire year. Force I mean, the opening this year. Yeah, I, but both of them though were really mm-hmm. hard because they had the two. And uh, I listened to, I think Demon Slayer only had one, uh, Shield Hero had two, um, Dr. Stone had two, and what else was high? I didn't listen to Vinland's other ones, but compared to those, Fire Force Blue those openings out the water in my opinion. So I don't know. Uh overall, if you haven't watched Fire Force, please go back and watch it. Um and you know, that was my apology. Next we, we accept it. <laughs> those of us have been rocking since hey, the no, come on, man. You Bro, say it was falling off. It was falling off, Bob State. What that motherfucker did now? Now now, hey, if if Promise Neverland would have came back, put more respect on the <laughs> hey. At first, I thought I was tripping because everybody was like, oh, that shit ain't that good. Maybe I'm tripping. Juice literally thought it was about firefighting. <laughs> <laughs> I, I really did. Once it started slumping, I was like, bro, I must be the nigga that's tripping. When it turned up again, I was like, no, I'm not tripping. <laughs> <laughs> Niggas are sick. <asleep. laughs> <laughs> so, you know, I have to do some self reflection yeah. Um, okay. Uh, next one, stronger than, uh, so... Do you want to tell people the backstory of this new series? Uh, sure, sure. Uh, so basically, I was having some a discussion with some young bucks, you know, so I was people new to anime, and um, they were just hyping up Demon Slayer, calling it the goats, calling it like all types of crazy things. And then we kind of go into our conversation. I'm explaining why it's not that great, and then um, they start talking about like all these other swordsmen who quote-unquote Tanjiro would, would bang. And literally, they said that he would bang the goat of swordsmen, at least from an American perspective. Uh, you know, the Batos I himself, <laughs> Kenshin Himura. And I was like, whoa, y'all kids, y'all don't watch TV. Y'all just, just watch Funimation. That's it. Um, and so this is where this kind of came from, is like this idea of like, okay, so all these characters that are out here or whatever doing whatever they do what are some characters that could literally just do their job better or are doing their job better and so that's why we thought about like the swordsman thing so like which swordsmen are better than Tanjiro 
Um, if either A, they already just flat out better, or if B, like, if we were to switch their powers, like, who would, like, let's say if we were to put the Batosai in the Demon Slayer world, he'd probably be a way better Demon Slayer. He's than the Sun God. Oh, sorry, y'all ain't got there yet, but he's. He's that nigga. Yeah, like Gramps knows, six, but... So I'm not there. <laughs> Yo. Right. I'll wait till I get it dubbed. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, yeah, might as well. I mean, it's definitely going to get it dubbed. Mm-hmm. We already seen how, how hot it was. But, um... So, yeah. So, like I said, so this is... Or, like Player 5 said, this is our Stronger Dead series. Um, don't know the cadence yet, but we'll be taking some of your favorite anime slash manga characters... And just letting you know, like, educating the community on some other um, characters that are comparably better or fairly close to that person in strength. Because, like, obviously it's going to be super easy to just name some super OP characters, right? Like, uh, in this case, we're doing Tanjiro as a swordsman. Um, so, we could name, like, somebody like Trunks, but Trunks is... Barely passes the mark as a swordsman. And most of the reason why he beat Tandro is purely based off of the scale of the DBZ universe. Mm-hmm. So we're, we're actually trying to find some, some closer characters to you so you can expose you to some other anime slash manga. Cause clearly we're going down a road where people aren't, aren't educated. They sleeping mm-hmm. on some goats. Not to sound like an old head here, but just like, you know, you gotta open up your third eye a little bit. Yeah. So welcome to Stronger Dan. We each came with one swordsman that we feel like is a better swordsman than Tanjiro. When we say swordsman, we're not just talking about pure strength. We're really talking about technique. So like Player 5 said, if we bring Tanjiro to this person's world, are they still better or is Tanjiro better? Or if we bring Tanjiro into their world, are they better or Tanjiro better? So uh, everyone brought theirs. Y'all can go ahead and share yours. Whoever want to go first. Um, so, yeah, I, I just kind of kind of keep these two as a pair. Just because I think anybody that watches the show would agree that they basically on similar skill. But uh, uh, Gene and Mugen from Samurai Champloo. Uh, two samurais. Uh, if you don't know about Samurai Champloo, basically these two samurai kind of meet on in the odd, very, a really odd way, almost fight to death, but then they just kind of come together on a like collective journey to get some girl to where she needs to be. You get to see a bunch of samurai stuff. That's the gist. Um, and yeah, I feel like, let's say if we were to strip Tanjiro of his powers and just straight up put him in this world, like this is a world where ain't nobody got magic powers. Either you good with that sword or you getting chopped up. And I ain't seen it. I, I really ain't seen it. If it wasn't for all the magical water sword stuff, I think he dies. Which is also in their mind. Yeah, which <laughs> apparently also in their mind. Really so it's just like, yeah, you know, if that's the case, if it's all in their mind, you got to realize that all Tanjiro is doing is kind of one-shotting people with single strokes. And that's definitely not going to work in uh, the world where uh, Samurai Champloo. Like, Mugen is like a three-dimensional fighter. He'd be breakdancing all over the place. And Gene is like a literal, like, hey, I was classically trained samurai and will body like six oh. regular samurais <laughs> easy with his glasses. Push them up. You know what I'm saying? So I'm like, and if you were to get them like Demon Slayer kind of like super swords and stuff like that, I think they'll body a lot of them demons. Yep. Um, I'll toss mine in there. So, uh, I'm gonna go manga route. Uh, Kurogane Gama from Gamaran. Uh, Gamaran is another samurai series. If I had to give, uh, give it a one sentence summary, it's basically like the Baki of swordsmen. Um, 
this guy named Gama is basically trying to defeat his father, who's like the strongest swordsman in the world. And you get to kind of see his journey through um, swordsmanship from beginning to end. Um, he ends up becoming a pretty decent swordsman. I don't even think he ends the series as the strongest swordsman, but uh, I think his skill is still comparable, comparably stronger than uh, Tanjiro. So, uh, more or less, it's all technique with Gami with Gama. Um, he's pretty versatile, learns on the fly, similar to Tanjiro, but at the same time, he's also just has like genius level background when it comes to swordsmanship, which I think Tanjiro doesn't have. So. Overall, if either one switched worlds, I think Gama would be a way better Tanjiro, and Tanjiro probably would die in Gama's universe. <laughs> Gramps? Alright, so I'm going to hit y'all with a slight curveball. I know people wouldn't typically think of Samurai when they think of this person, but I'm going to hit y'all with Killer B from Naruto. Everybody knows about Naruto, so I don't have to give a description of, of the show or whatever, but based off just one fight, when you see the fight between him and Sasuke, the man was definitely throwing main, main hands with swordsmanship when he was uh, fighting with this dude. And he wasn't, you can, you can argue that he definitely wasn't using any power. He wasn't using um, the eight-tails beast or anything like that. He was specifically placing swords in different parts of, of his body and throwing hands with somebody who you can definitely say probably would also beat Tanjiro. Um, just based off of <clears throat> using his powers and, you know, showering down and all that bullshit. And this man was definitely giving, giving Sasuke the hand with just the swordsmanship on his own before he even whooped out the powers. So, and they, nobody has any powers, straight hands, swordsmanship. Yeah, Killer B would, would give him, give him the work. Cool. Um, so yeah, so those were our three suggestions. We just want to toss out some honorable mentions. Uh, as well, of characters we think are probably also comparably stronger, and we could shoot them out now. Yeah, um, so obviously, uh, Kenshin Himura. Thanks. I'm, I'm not going to sit here and explain to you why. He the GOAT. Um, I also think basically anybody, any of like Kenshin's like homies, because the whole show is about like samurais and stuff like that. So any of his homies are kind of solidified too. They'd probably be dope in that world. Uh, one that a lot of people don't kind of fuck with that hard is Shaman King world. Mm-hmm. Like, uh, yo, Asakura, before they get start to oh. get like shown in duck. Yeah, basically. <laughs> before they start to get shown in duck, like, yo. Abita Maru, but yo, because awesome. <laughs> at some point, basically, yo learned the skills. You know what I'm oh, saying? Yeah, so, sure. yo, definitely, <laughs> by, by lore of the story, one of the coldest samurai in Japan. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> so, like, he gonna box on him. Um, I kind of want to throw um, Shishomaru from Inuyasha. Oof, I, think with, I think with no powers, bro, he's still going hard. You think so? My man Shishomaru. That is true because his sword itself wasn't actually like a combat sword. It yeah. just, so it was all swordsmanship that he was actually If he landed a strike on you with a sword that can't kill you, yeah. you are home. Like, you know wow. what I'm saying? Yeah, no, that is actually a very good sleeper right there. Like, um, who else would I toss in uh, the debate? Um, I think Mufune from, um, uh, Soul Eater is one. Uh, I know you, you gave him a barely pass. I don't know how, but I, I think the versatility that he showcased, plus like, uh, his fights versus, um, uh, Blackstar kind of showcased his skill there. 
where I think uh, he would definitely give Tanjiro some go. That'd um, be a couple demons later, too. Yeah. It's a whole bunch of swords. That'd be, that'd be lit. <laughs> so I put him up there. Um, Zoro is debatable, but I think he makes a, a debatable? chance. Because we just have to understand what technique, uh, how we can separate the technique from the strength. Oh, yeah. Because once we take away Zoro's strength, that's a lot of his stuff early in the series. But he still has some techniques that I think he learned from swordsmanship, which is like the ability to cut steel. Mm-hmm. Um, I consider that like a swordsmanship technique um, mm-hmm. and some other things. So I think once we take the strength away, it's just like trying to see if we can guess what he's like without that as far as swordsmanship goes. But I, I think like he might edge it out. In the first episode, that nigga like cut some bullets now. And I think that was like before everybody OP. Like that right. might have been just skill. I'm like, so you can do that. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know, bro. I might get to Zoro. But then the question becomes, though, like, because uh, Zoro back then was still kind of a weak booty as far as mm-hmm. swordsmanship goes. So if we toss Tanjiro in that level, my my guess is that Tanjiro is not like your average swordsman in the mm-hmm. One Piece world. Mm-hmm. So then I felt like that skill, since he, he was so case in the first that. episode, he should be able to do some shit. Okay. Like that. I can yeah. respect that. I'm thinking that Tanjiro would definitely get dropped. There's too many fanboys out there. <laughs> completely disagree with what you're saying right now. I feel they would fucking argue with you to the end of this world. Oh yeah, I if know. If you were to say that, if you were to say that uh, Zoro has a chance of losing against that boy. Uh, yeah, I know what they're saying. Like uh, pre post time skip Zoro, yeah, maybe there's more I think- of argument to be made. But we haven't seen much. I think what you're saying is if you were to put Tanjiro, like, let's say Luffy finds Zoro and Tanjiro locked up in that uh, fucking prison, episode one. You know what I'm saying? And and both of them niggas come out. At the end of One Piece, he's subject to the same world. Is Zoro going to still be better than Tanjiro? And that's where you're kind of like, who knows, shit? Yep. And if you take away the strength from Zoro... That really hurts a few of his, I don't know, a few of the reasons why people put a lot of respect on him. Because I felt like um, the one thing that really shuts the whole argument down is that, like, we've found out that Zoro, I mean, Zoro can cut atoms. So there kind of, like, destroys the whole argument. But either way, just doesn't make any sense. most time, yeah, most time we see Zoro fight, um, he, like, is cutting big shit down. And it's hard to tell whether that's technique or whether that's, like, his actual just, like, raw strength. Because we've seen him do some crazy raw strength feats. So, that's the part where I'm like, mm. So, if we separate that, like, did he cut Pika using swordsmanship skill? Or was that just, like, a showcase that Zoro is just a strong-ass motherfucker? Or what? Like, those are the things that um, I think is what makes it debatable. Okay. Um, any other swordsmen from you, Gramps, you want to toss in there as honorable mentions? Um, yeah, other than Zoro that I would have put in put in there, I would have um personally sent Afro Samurai. Oh yeah. yeah. Just because Afro just, I mean, I don't think there's anybody in the on this fucking planet that's gonna disagree that Afro Samurai is gonna fuck that boy up. There's some kids. And you obviously have never watched any fucking thing in your life. He gonna fuck him up like in a different kind of way though, because that should be gruesome. So it's like (laughs) you may not even want to see what Tanjiro looked like at the end of that (laughs) battle, fam. True. He might not have no teeth, no eyes. Like that thing's gonna be fucked up. Um. Yeah. Oh, some some ones that are uh, just to be funny. Some ones that Arthur might be sorry not. 
I'm already giving away the character. So once that Tanjiro might be stronger than <laughs> is Arthur from the Force. <laughs> yeah, I agree. Tanjiro might get that nigga to go. Bro, Arthur from Fire Force. Trash. But that I don't know because we have to say full. Or does he have a night outfit on or not? Because no, if, if he got the destroyed, if he got the the joint, yeah. The, what if he got the horsey? If he got the horses over, you did. Yeah, Arthur winning. Yeah, with the horsey with powered the horse? up, bro. Okay. High ho silver. Yo, the dub. <laughs> Yo, so don't say he wasn't swole with silver, bro. <laughs> Nigga, I thought we were talking about swordsmanship. Y'all talking about bringing powers into this shit. Bro. I mean, but that's just an outfit, you feel me? <laughs> that ain't powers. That's just he turned the fuck up with that horse, bro. Yeah. Nigga, his sword completely tripled in size. What are you talking about? High old silver, my nigga. Yeah, no, but that's the thing, though, for real. Because if you toss Arthur in a world where, like, it's old school Camelot, his shit is automatically going to get boosted, like, 10 points. Yeah. Like, that's a, a environmental advantage right there. <laughs> Yo, if you put, yeah. him, put that nigga yeah, in actual suit of armor or something. Yeah, I was going to say, Urza automatically beat the nigga just off of the uh, friendship shit. Urza don't got straps, bro. Yeah, she Urza and swordsmanship, that I don't know. Like, that, that is a very debatable one right there. Urza versus Tanjiro. Uh, I'd have to see which... Because, like, even if she has the ability to use any one of those weapons, but Urza, they're just scaled to where it makes Urza sense. Urza without strength will look really stupid. She'd just be... <laughs> all right. Oh, okay, so you think <laughs> Tanjiro bothering her? Though. It's all the strength, bro. Got it. All right. Okay. That bitch don't do nothing but swing. Yeah. <laughs> no no <laughs> strength. God! If, if that don't cut a nigga down, she's going to be like, huh? <laughs> <laughs> they usually do it. <laughs> Uh, any other swordsman y'all think is for sure taking the L to Tanjiro? That's tough. I will put um. Any uh, Yasha ass? He do the same shit. That boy just yeah. Swing. That's facts. Any <laughs> <laughs> Yasha did. Um, I will put uh Hella Mepo or whatever the fuck his name is from One Piece. The uh, lieutenant Kobe's like trainee buddy now. Uh, I guess he's qualified to some sort of a swordsman, but he uh he would die. Um. But yeah, okay. Uh, let's move on to the next uh, segment. Um, we have. Uh, do you find like the My Hero animation going to be quick? We can move that. Oh uh, yeah, that's super quick. All right, let's do. Let's move that up. And uh, I don't know if y'all been looking at you know My Hero anime, but yeah, they they did. Watch some the pretty, deck. Yeah, they did. I was kind of with the animation. From what I saw, um, I don't feel like I got the. I, like, I think they were trying to showcase that Deku was just moving, like, really fast. So, you never really saw, like, the punches land in a way. The only thing where I was like, that nigga's dead is, like, the last punch. Where I'm like, you know, he should be dead. Yeah, he should be dead. He, he should not wake His up from this. His body should explode. <laughs> but that's the thing. But, in, like, the manga, I don't think they really showed that either. Yeah. Like, his hits landed. You just saw, like, the one kick and then the one punch. Mm-hmm. That's all, like, he really hit, beat that nigga in two hits. Right. Um, but I feel like they just added that part just to add it. Because in the manga, it was just, like, kick up a speech and you got knocked down. Like, he was asleep. Yeah. So, um, yeah, I just thought they animated it pretty cool. I think they do a good job of, like... It, the thing that kind of throw me off though is how it, it completely switches animation. Like it's a completely different animation team. It seemed like. Oh really? Like, For this whenever, season? 
Not even this season. They, they've done fights. this before. Uh, like when Deku and Bakugo fight, same thing. It's like it literally them niggas was talking and it was like, all right, cut uh, new <laughs> animation team. Let's go. We about to box and it's just completely different. The boxing teams. Yeah. yeah. Um, but I, I like that. It, they do a good job and make yeah. it interesting. I'm just upset with them for one point. They disrespect my nigga Mirio. Because, like, don't you know, Mirio had, like, this much fight in the manga. Yep. Deku had, like, this much. But when they animated that shit, it went like this. Like, yeah. Mirio shit was like, ha, ha, on some old right. Batman shit. And then Deku got the whole, like, let's animate this nigga eyeballs. Like, yeah. everything. In. <laughs> yeah, no, I, I feel you on that. Um, in comparison to the other fights, I don't think it was, like, as off because we had to do that whole overhaul versus Mirio video, which I'm hoping will be out by the time this is out. So I'm I'm putting this here <laughs> to say go watch that. But um uh in that like the manga and anime comparison, a lot of the things were similar as far as the way the fight was executed. But I get you, like they there's like a lot of other things they kind of just seasoned on more where I felt like it didn't get the sell it needed. Um Given like how they built that story up, because I just think the way it was built in the manga was like when they got to that fight and Muriel lost his quirk. I don't know if the anime community felt the same way the manga community did mm-hmm. in that moment. Like yeah. given the way that arc was like kind of set up, um, and then they just like didn't take the time to like just slow down and like let people know like this Muriel nigga like because now like. In retrospect, when we were having all those arguments, and I was kind of like, no, I still don't think Mirio should have been, like, uh, I don't think he would have been a second number two pro hero coming out of school. Mm-hmm. Like, I take all of that back, given, like, the full analysis I did. Because it's like, when you look at what happened right after, Night Eye fights overall, mm-hmm. and he has the future predicting shit on. So he can see the future and still gets dropped. Like... During that fight with Mirio, Overhaul stated, like, he was like, yo, I, I don't, I can't handle this dude. Mm-hmm. Like, I would, this dude would defeat me. And then Night Eye comes right behind him, a pro hero who trained under All Might, second, like, turning on his ability to literally predict what's going to happen and still loses to all Overhaul. Mm-hmm. And then, like, even during that fight, when he's hitting him in the manga, Overhaul says, like, he has similar movements to Mirio, but his is slower. So he's already saying, like, oh, this nigga Muriel is, like, pro hero level. Like, I, I don't mm-hmm. even know why he's here. Like, give this nigga a degree. Yeah. So, <laughs> so, just, yeah. so just the fact that they didn't really, like, take the time to, like, showcase what I feel like the author's intention was, was basically showing you, like, Lumillion is a hero with his power, without his power. And, a, and if he had one for all, all you're doing is just adding, like, icing on top of already, like, fixed cake like if he had one for all it's a wrap like no one can stop him so i don't feel like i got that from watching it i feel like they animated it fine but Mm -hmm. i just don't feel like the storytelling part of it was there yeah i agree that's why i like because i came back to conversations with uh john a guy that we interviewed on here before because he uh uh, anime only yeah and he was just like yeah you don't get the hype like we got because I feel like the manga let you make your own choice. For That's why we had these debates. Who really should have got one for all? Right. Whereas the anime was like, no, we're framing this so that you know Deku's Deku. the main character. Right. Like, all this is about Deku. And I was just like, I guess I understand 100% why you did it. So I'm not super mad. But at the same time, y'all should have let people make that choice. You should have gave them both the light. Because 
In the manga, that boy Lamelia need to get paid right now. Hundred <laughs> percent. They should have been uh, dragged yeah. out of out of school. Oh yeah. Now, this actually brings up a question of what you were saying, MMG. Yep. If nobody had powers and it was just a straight up hand competition between everybody, what do you see at All Might? What place do you see him in? If he was just fighting, fighting. If everybody was just throwing straight hands because it seems like. Um, even though he had uh, Night Eye as his sidekick, mm-hmm. it doesn't seem like he actually developed that strategy mindset when it comes to fighting people or going in to solve mysteries and all this other bullshit. Yeah. So, I think, so I'm wondering, would so, he actually be able to defeat a lot of the characters within the show if, if everybody was on equal planes as far as power and speed goes? Uh, I, I'd say yeah. Because, like, so, one thing you gotta remember is that, by lore, All Might isn't, like, a goofy-ass nigga. You know what I'm saying? And then, actually, you can see a little bit of this um, when, because I was just re-watching a couple of episodes of when uh, All Might was fighting Deku and Bakugo. It's like, um, All Might is very aware at all times, like, what's going on. So, he, like, punch people in perfect ways to like damage you, knock you out and not do damage to the area. That's right. So it was like he he that really be stratting. Like he almost like over cautiously over cautious hero here. You know what I'm saying? Like over stratting how he gonna beat people. Even though it just seemed like to us he just kinda just throwing fists. Yeah. Um by lore, All Might should be a very smart, strategic guy. Yeah, for me I like haven't paid attention to any of like the side All Might uh, content so like any of the movies where they showed him at a younger age mm-hmm. what you brought up brought that to my mind um, and then because you said that I think like also like if you watch Deku's journey I think you're allowed to assume some of that is um, in All Might's head as well like because they, they talked about that after the, the overhaul fight mm-hmm. like how he dropped the overhaul was like supposed to be the basically minimize the, the damage to the area, the way mm-hmm. he defeated him. Even though it looked like it was some big dumb shit, he actually thought about it. So I think that you can attribute some of that to All Might. But I just sometimes give All Might the Superman complex where I felt like um, in some storytellings of Superman, they basically go like, this nigga was just so strong, so he never actually needed to know how to use mm-hmm. his hands. And then whenever he runs into, like, his first battle with Darkseid, he'll just straight, like, drop him because it's like, nigga, you know, like, I am strong, but I actually know how to fight. And you just yeah. got away with punching shit. So I attribute some of that to All Might. But, like, what you said is making me change my mind a little bit to where I can lean more towards, like, he probably has a strategy to be a hero without his powers. Um, But some of me still leans towards the fact that he could flex pretty much anything in the... Like, I haven't seen him ever struggle in a fight. Even when he was sick, it was more like, oh, this sick thing was there. But if I was ever regular All Might, this is still not an issue. I got one more thing to add to it to why I believe All Might got hands is because he didn't get all, uh, all for one or one for all. He didn't get one for all until he was basically about to graduate. So that means he went through three years of UA as just a nigga. Like, hey, well, go Toshinori Yage or Toshinori Yagi. That nigga just beat niggas up. Like, <laughs> that's what he do. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So I'm like, okay. I feel like that's if you valid. go through UA... Just throwing motherfucking hands, you gotta have something. It's a valid point. I did not think about that. You right, you right. Alright. 
Yeah, we good on that on the my hero uh, animation. Yep. I think we should just touch on it real quick if we saw it uh, for the views. <laughs> um, the one one hundred or one thousand percent. I know we like seasoned it, but just formally talk about the fight. The one thousand uh, percent Deku Eerie backpack. Oh, Deku. Eerie backpack. Oh, oh yeah, 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 okay. <laughs> um, shit. I told y'all niggas, but I told y'all, Airy Backpack OP, boy. But like, okay, so rewatching it, in the manga, I felt like it was just difficult to kind of get an idea of power scaling. But in the anime, it kind of gives you a better idea of power scaling. It was just like, overall was the perfect person to see. Like, okay, you can see how a mid-tier hero does against him, a low-tier hero, a child, somebody that's like... Should be top ten when he graduate, yeah. and then I feel like I'll be real. Dragon Lady was hiding from that nigga. She didn't want no smoke. <laughs> she was top ten. She's like, so trash. Oh, none of this. That's why your ass ain't top ten no more. Um, no, I think she's not. Dragon but. Lady so trash. Dragon I was Lady I was more mad because like when she transforms, I didn't know that in the anime, but like she still maintains human skin color, mm-hmm. which I hate. That just looks so nasty. Like yeah. I would prefer if she like got green skin or had green skin, mm-hmm. but for the fact that she turns to a dragon and then like it's like human skin on that dragon, like that's Gross. what I keep thinking. Like it's disgusting. It is How does she disgusting. even get top ten? Like she's not attractive. <laughs> I guess when so she where's the popularity <laughs> coming? Like is my lady was my lady ranked higher than her at that time? No. My lady uh, I was unranked at the time. Wow. Yeah, she'll she get ranked until they drop the their new shits. Um, but yeah, I just uh, yeah, every backpack kind of show. Hey, all might would have clapped this nigga in two hits. Would show you that like, yeah. all might so much stronger That's than everybody else is absurd. Like, it's so disrespectful. That's why I just go like nothing in this world with all might and one for all is a challenge. And then the times that I go and think about that, I also have to think like, oh, one for all is like a uh, power multiplying ability. So technically, Deku's max is stronger than All Might's max. Mm-hmm. So all this shit should take Deku even like less time at his peak strength at his prime. Mm-hmm. Like all this stuff should be absolutely nothing to Deku. Yeah. Like I'm, where is the challenge going to be? But for at this the guy? same time, though, and I think I had this discussion. I don't even know if this is the place to have it. Um, <laughs> we. Fuck it. Um, <laughs> that whole like quirk, um, what is it like quirk singularity thing where it's like all quirks are getting stronger? Yeah. Like this is an example. Like Eerie is at a level, just being born at a yeah. level with niggas like one for all and all for one. Yeah. Like she could have killed one for all right there. And if all for one caught her on the wrong day, that nigga could be dead too. <laughs> like, and she just got a regular quirk. And I've been saying this to people, and we'll get to it in the manga part. Yeah. But Todoroki quirk stronger than one for all. It is it's unlimited power if you if they don't add no new weaknesses to it. Mm-hmm. Todoroki has a better quirk than Deku. But you know, I get to that when we get to somebody been watching too much Fire Force. You've been drinking that Fire Force Kool Aid. <laughs> I'm like, what that nigga could yeah. just move like shit, yeah, right? <laughs> Like acting like the audience in that moment, because he was like, "Nigga, what?" Well, <laughs> no, he said, "No, no, 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 no." The heat of the universe. <laughs> that, that's 
the shit where I'm like, I'm so happy for that character because that's how I'll be reacting to stuff when people just throw out these powers. Like, I'm just doing this. I'll be like, you know how much energy that would take, nigga? Like, when, when All Might ran to All for One in like three seconds and yeah. it was like 50 kilometers, I'm like, what, nigga? Yeah. You know, shit like that happened. I was so happy for him. I'm out surprised his brain didn't explode because it was like to <laughs> see that to first of all like fathom that that exists mm-hmm. and as soon as he wrapped his head around it, Shira like is able to pass the speed of light yeah, and he's I like, ah, 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 like y'all niggas tripping. Hey, yo, brothers, ah! <laughs> I'd have definitely got it. I'm like these two niggas tripping, bro. Right. Blow this bitch up. I'd have went home. But then I'd be bored, man, because then after that to see the first cat like him fight the first captain after he got sick. Yeah, and I'm like. Anyways, yeah. <laughs> uh, speaking of my hero, we might as well just go ahead and cut into Fourth Hokage versus All Might. Um, so I just want to ask y'all real quick. So I posted this on our like Facebook shit post area um, called the Decent Spot. <laughs> if you're not on it, it's not a shit post area. A lot of people <laughs> are nice on it. Yeah, people. There's just a couple people who don't let arguments die. That's all. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so it's it's nice. Um, but yeah, we were talking about I uh, was niggas just, hot. That was a hot post. Was really so hot. When somebody comes back on a Facebook post and makes another post to ask the audience about an argument they feel like was like incorrect. Because uh-huh. that dude came back and he was like, yo, so you telling me if somebody say this, this, he made a whole post mm-hmm. just to get opinions to back his argument up on the comment. <laughs> like, you know it was a real one. So yeah, go ahead. But uh, basically, the, the post was, uh, I, I firmly believe the fourth Hokage would drag Prime All Might. And, uh, you know, All Might the new hotness, and niggas was hot. Niggas was not trying to hear that. Yeah. But I was just, like, rewatching some old, because uh, I never finished the anime for Naruto. I just read the manga. You're talking so, about Shippuden, though. Yeah, Shippuden. Yeah. So I would just randomly go back and watch some of the fights. And I was watching this fight, and I was like, nah, this nigga will drag All Might. Uh, it's crazy. And so I posted on there, and that shit, like, a hundred comments of niggas just wow. Like, hey, <laughs> bro, yo, fuck that nigga, poor Hokage. All might to the world blow up. But, uh, so I'm just gonna, I'm gonna ask y'all opinion on it real quick, then I'll give my reasoning. Who do y'all think will win? My opinion, I didn't look into the facts of any of this. Mm-hmm. Uh, I feel fourth Hokage. Um... Uh, just because that nigga just seems broken. And I don't think all my speed has passed the fourth speed. And mm-hmm. we just watched... Um, oh, actually, yeah. We just watched fucking All Might versus My Guy in Death Battle. If we want to take these niggas as any sort of truth. Mm-hmm. And they said Night Guy would win. Even mm-hmm. though it would kill him afterwards, mm-hmm. Night Guy would win. So that at least tells me Naruto's scale is comparable. Mm-hmm. So that's... If I had that argument, then I feel like I could lean to fourth Hokage. Okay. Grants? Um, I'm just thinking, based off of the beginning of the show, Fourth Hokage kind of went against, uh, um, Fox. What's the name of the Nine Tails Fox? Karama? Uh, yeah, yeah, he basically went against Karama Thanks. and essentially won that shit. And I, I kind of compare Karama to All Might in terms of what they're both capable of and everything, just on a strength, on a strength tier. Yeah. And considering that the Fourth Hokage is better than Karama, I'm thinking what the Kage will beat him. Yeah. That's I don't think, I think about All it. Might can punch meteors, just from my understanding. Do, do we think his strength is at level? I don't think so. Okay. Uh, I'm so, not saying Minato could, but I'm saying, like, I think the way they hype up Karama is that, like, 
he's pro Bijudama is similar to like a, a meteor mm-hmm. basically getting dropped on the town. It's like it's mm-hmm. a, your yeah. town gone. So and so that that's these are the two things I had. First, I'm gonna talk about the power scaling. A lot of people would go to say like, oh, All Might could punch a tornado. Like me, not only never seen nothing like that. Like here's my thing: we from the Lord of Nine Tails. The Nine Tails can flick one of his tails and cause a tsunami. Like he flicks his tails and calls earthquakes. What? What? He has definitely <laughs> a nigga dropped a meteor out the sky. All Naruto has niggas that have done better feats than creating tornadoes. And then I'm saying like, if we hype out, if we hype this nigga All Might power up at max, he not doing more than knocking a whole city down. At max, maybe he blow a one whole city smooth the fuck up. But we seen um, literally. The fourth Hokage divert Biju Blast that can do that with ease. Like, that shit was a walk in the park. You know what I'm saying? Um, and then the other thing that really made me realize that it went from a close fight to this nigga getting dragged is um, I watched this the um, the fight between um, Tentel Madara oh. and, like, Mike Guy when he went eight tails. Yeah. So everybody can reasonably assume that if you don't believe my guy would beat all my you you know it's close. You know the fight's close. Right. Right? No matter what, everybody can agree it's close. Yeah. No matter who wins. So here's my thing. I was like, okay, so um the fourth Hokage is so much faster than him because uh this nigga, Ave Gates Mike guy, was trying to kill Ten Tails Madara. These are the two fastest niggas in the universe, quote unquote. And this nigga, um, Madara shot those balls that insta kill you at Mike Guy. Mike Guy couldn't dodge. My nigga, the four Hokage, teleported in between a punching Mike guy and these balls, let the balls hit him, and before the balls disintegrated him, teleported out. This is before Mike guy, the nigga that we said, <laughs> can clap with all Mike, could even throw a punch. He was in and out that bitch. I'm like, if he's that fast to where Ape gave Mike guy can't even move, he will drag this nigga all Mike. This is not going to even be close yeah. now. Yeah. I think that's valid. I mean, I think we all agree. Yeah. But you know, this is what I will say for all my naysayers, because that's why we came up with the the out of ten system. I say four Hokage drives this nigga nine out of ten fights, and that one fight is if he magically somehow connect. I think the four Hokage gonna explode. (laughs) If he he connects Detroit Smash, (laughs) he's definitely gonna explode. Like there, he won't come back. It's like the it's. I can imagine a scenario where Minato's sleeping one day and then just for some reason his power was just malfunctioning and then he teleported to All Might in his final fight with All for One and, and then just get smacked and that's the hell. United States yeah. and whoop, whoop, whoop. <laughs> That's the only thing. Yeah, he's getting dragged. Yeah. Uh, 9 out of 10 of me now. <laughs> We'll, we'll see what max level Deku is looking like, but for right now, the My Hero World is not competing with the Ninja World. <laughs> not at all. Uh, yeah, I know, I know, and I know it's disappointing as like a new anime fan because you want that to happen. You want your Naruto to be Dragon Ball Z level because niggas wanted it. Niggas mm-hmm. wanted Naruto to be as strong as DBZ so you could have him be your favorite character and say that he could shoot on clap Goku. A nigga, yeah. But, like, it's just it's not, not like right. that, unfortunately. You know what's crazy? The closest nigga was, out of our generation's big three, was probably Ichigo, and niggas don't fuck with him like that. Yeah. So if you really want a nigga to... Well, Naruto now is past that because of all the extra shit you think he got so? with Morto. Apparently, according to the Dead Battle niggas, even he, with the Even with that fucking... Because uh, he's taking out Hollow Moons. And Ichigo's not taking out Hollow Moons. He just has a sword that's called Blood Moon. 
catch it. Them Boston Lorde shots was changing up the weather in a different dimension. But it's whatever, bro. I don't fuck with bleach enough to care. Why? <laughs> Spirit. Uh, last thing for anime segment: trash or lit? Kaito from Hunter x Hunter. Um, where does everyone stand on this? That nigga bum. You trash. You say trash? I say he a bum. Yeah. Um, I would say. <sighs> I don't want to go full trash because I don't think he's a trash character. I think he was used as a plot device, but I can't say that he was lit. To me, I think so. Uh, the I'm just jumping to my reasons. Like the things that encompasses a great character to me, right? Sometimes it's strength, right? Abilities and powers. They, especially in the Shonen universe, they play a huge role into how good you look as a character. Um, you may not actually have anything, any meat behind your character, but if you're a raw ass nigga with hands, sometimes you can get away with that, right? Without the actual depth of character development. Then the other pieces like character development or like something interesting about that person's story. To me, the way Kite entered Hunter x Hunter, he was just a, I studied under game, which was like, oh, that's the hype there. It's like, oh, he studied under Gon's dad, who we assume is some top hunter. After that, he trained Gon, but I don't think that that training arc was... I, to me, I, it was kind of a snooze fest, because I really didn't like the beginning of the Chimera Antark anyways. Mm-hmm. So it was actually pretty boring as compared to like the training arc they were before. Even in boring as Greed Island, they um, the training arc with Biscuit, to me, was more interesting. Uh, so there's that. There's also the Zushi training arc. So if we compare him to like the, the previous training trainers of the two... the worst. Yeah, two of them. He's not that great. Um, and then if we talk about actual depth as a character, I don't know anything about Kite's motivations or what he wanted to do. Wasn't he like some ecological hunter that was his thing? I don't know shit about that nigga except he <laughs> got taught by Gon's dad. Right. That, that was so his plot point. He did have a cool power, which was the, the, the he was a specialist thing. Yeah, the different weapons. But the thing about the weapons is it does, the rule is that, it, and he's in like really dangerous situations. It gives him the exact weapon he needs in that moment. Mm. So even though, like, that was the thing they were bringing up on the, the group or whatever, even though he lost to um, whatever, that Pito when they fought, the mm. weapon he got, the ability of that weapon is that it allows him to reincarnate. So basically, he, he knew, knew he was, he was Yeah, play. like, exactly. They knew he was going to win. That was the only weapon that he could have used in that situation. So... That power, while interesting, is just like there's no meat to Kite's character besides he was just the motivation to get that great scene from Gon versus Pito. But, like, if they told me Kite is coming back, which apparently he is because he got reincarnated as, like, a, a Chimera Ant. But, like, if he comes back into the story, it doesn't mean anything to me. Like, I'm not going to hop to the Hunter x Hunter chapter because the nigga says Kite is back now. Right. Like, in talk show, I don't care. So, <laughs> so to me, that's why I lean more towards trash than lit. I wouldn't say he's a total horrible character. Where I feel like he's, he's not written. He's under Leorio. Yeah, but if you... No. He's under Leorio. Oh, under Leorio? I, I, like I like Leorio, though. But... <laughs> I would say, like, even if you compare him to the other great hunters we saw in that arc, he's not that interesting. The one who I would have hated the most, fucking Smoke Buddy... He ended up being like one of the most interesting characters to be. The yeah. way that nigga lasted that entire arc and was able to just run niggas' face with that smoke, and the guy who I thought had potential, Mister, I can make portals and shit, ended up like shitting his pants at the end. Like, 
those char- those two characters alone were way more interesting than anything Kite did. And yeah. Kite maybe had more screen time, arguably, than some of them. So, yeah, I think that it was a huge flaw of um, that arc, the Chimera Ant arc. Like you said, slow build up to the arc anyway. And then you add this character whose only importance that anybody who, unless you just like this nigga for some really, only really remember him because he was got trained by Gene. So, you know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. fuck that nigga. <laughs> like, you know what I'm saying? Like, if he wasn't in the story, it could continue the exact same way. What that nigga do? Yeah. Help some niggas learn some okay moves. That's it. I don't even know what was the power from that. Was it just that they were able to? Was it random? I they think were it was a stamina or something like that. Oh okay. I thought they learned to hide the uh, shit in there too. Yeah, some shit. Like. <laughs> what? I remember my nigga Zushi. I want Zushi Ooh. to come back. <laughs> come back. Hey, bro. We told Zushi he couldn't be shit. He came back a real nigga. Ooh, knocking <laughs> niggas out, bro. That'd be hard. I'll hop. I'll start reading that shit of Zushi coming. <laughs> but I'm not reading that shit. Hey, Kai here, bro. You want to start reading the manga? No. <laughs> what? Oh. But remember his weapons and stuff? All I remember is two weapons from him. That clown. Because you can't forget the clown because that's basically what he died off of. Mm-hmm. And then the scythe. I think he had more, but those are the only two I remember seeing. Well, yeah. How about you, Gramps? How you, uh, why are you saying trash? So the biggest thing that pisses me off about him is given the fact that he is trained. He, from what we understand, the only person that's trained under uh, Gon's dad, who who's basically hyped to be like one of the most powerful people within the whole story, yep. and for him to be taken out in such a weak manner, it, it made him look like he. It's kind of like as if Goku trains you for like ten years and then you turn out to be like Yamcha. That's Ooh. basically how I felt at the end of the day about this nigga. And all of these, and, and they put so much more respect, like you were saying, on all of these other characters. Yeah. I mean, yeah, they might have potentially been training under, um, fuck, what's, what's the old man's name? Natural. Um, Natural, who I would assume probably has even more hype, but, uh, I don't know. He, he, he seemed, he seemed very underwhelming to me, given the hype that's, uh, placed on, on Gon's father. So that's why I basically gave him a trash. Gotcha. With no counter arguments, you guys have heard it here. The consensus is Kite is uh, trash. Garbo. Um, let's move on to our next segment. Questions from the audience. So first question comes from S. I think it's two underscores. Ahmed7. Do you think S is stronger than you know? Or are they on the same level? Um, do you have a good answer? Because I feel um, like it's, I feel like I, I mean, I'm at the time skip part, so I don't know if that really so changes much. From my perspective, I think you know is stronger, and um, I don't think Asta's at the point where he can beat him. Like, even with the anti magic shit, I feel like you know could probably just like. Put that nigga in the tornado for if real. There's a, if there's anyone who's prepared for the anti-magic shit, it's just, yeah. you know. Because <laughs> you know he has it. Have you seen any other spirits? Um, uh, the fire spirit? Yeah, when he fought the salamander, was it like... Did they have a counter against his anti-magic? Or was his anti-magic still working the same as it always does? Oh, whoa. Like uh, when they fought the, the original chick with the salamander. Yeah, 
Oh, okay. So yeah. I, was, I was wondering if wind spirits maybe have, like, or the spirits have, like, some type of advantage, but I don't remember yeah, his no. fight against the salamander chick. Well, the only thing that had advantage was these hands. Was, and, like, <laughs> apparently <laughs> magic, magically produced real items. Oh, that makes sense. Yeah. Like when that nigga did that hail of swords, I still couldn't knock all of them away. Right. So that showed me right there. You know, could just like oh, I'm gonna whirlwind boulders at you, nigga. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Right. And ain't no nigga here gonna say no. You don't can't whirlwind boulders. Like yeah, yeah I'm just gonna shoot a bunch of boulders at you until you die. Yeah, I think you know has the ability to wash this nigga Asta and. That's the way it should be, like, until he gets to that point where every main character finally is better. Yeah, I think I agree with you on that. I think I was looking at it from a different lens. My lens of it was, uh, I've seen Asta more or less work for every power-up he's gotten, and I've never seen, you know, train once, and he's still been able to keep up, if not surpass. This nigga. <laughs> no, I feel you. Dog. But it's not even only that though. It's like the amount the level of advantages you know began to have. Um so one, right, like cause I think we can we can say this now, or you already know that, is you know has royal blood. So by default, by the rules of the Clover universe, he already has OPS magic. Like his magic level is high tier. And like that's one thing I do appreciate about the anime is that when you watch like character like Noel you really do see the difference in, like, royal magic and everything else. Because the shit she makes is big, big. But, like, I don't appreciate the size in the manga. But when I watched a couple of her shits, and I was like, oh, that shit is, is big, big. Like, <laughs> and she just outputting this, like, no no sweat. So, yeah. so already there, that puts him, like, a tier above Asta. Then the second thing is the book, right? He already has a high-tier magic book. So that's another thing that's already given him another advantage. Then on top of that, he has a wind spirit. That's another advantage. And then finally, they just revealed in the manga, all of the niggas that got transformed have access to that elf level magic. So they have a little bit of it in them. So they basically can, it kind of like shortcutted their progression in terms of being able to get to that mm-hmm. elf level of magic usage. So now he has that on top of his royal blood, on top of all these things. So he's the gap is already gigantic between Asta and you know. Mm-hmm. And then the last thing where I felt like was definitive proof that you know is still higher is that during their fight in the with the word demon or whatever, um, you know basically was like, Oh, this nigga ass is losing energy, like let me boost him up so that he can do what he needs to do to finish this fight. But at the end of the day, it's like, oh, this nigga Asta is still like weaker, I think, in my opinion. Um, I think he'll get there. This time skip has probably closed the gap a little bit because now he has access to like this devil magic more. But I still don't think he's there yet. So I was, I, I think we're both in agreement. I think you know it's stronger. Yeah. Like if I had to pick somebody to save my life, it'd be you know. Yeah. That's all. <laughs> like, First of all, uh, you know we'll get there on time. Asta would save me, <laughs> but I would be like horribly injured from the situation. Yeah. And be the I talking, have to cut your arm off to do this. Right. What? Like, if you don't come save you, you, you love that nigga afterwards. There's magic on your arm. I gotta cut it off. You know, cool. <laughs> uh, Alright, so on to your second question. Comes from Man Man the Famous. Uh, shout out to both of y'all for submitting questions. Do y'all think Boruto is trash? Uh, I think we all have an answer. Okay. Yeah. Anybody want to start? 
Oh, was that yep a yes to this transcripts <laughs> or uh Yeah. Oh I ain't, okay. even, I, ain't, I ain't even seen I haven't seen one full single episode of it, but I'm gonna I'm just gonna call it trash right off the bat. <laughs> <laughs> um I think I could also agree that it's trash. First of all, it's not written by Masashi Kishimoto. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's just getting approved by him, and he's basically probably just like, all right, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh yeah, for sure. Go ahead. That's all right um, to me. To me, I think if anybody watched Naruto and is not like a super biased Naruto fan, you already didn't like the Kaguya ending. So all of Boruto is just a continuation of this Kaguya shit that I felt came from nowhere. Wasn't interested. Did didn't like it. it. Yeah. So uh, I feel like all oh, that is trash. I do read and watch, uh, not very consistently, but I'll, I'll chime in every once in a while just to see if it's got something that's hooked me. So far, no. And I don't like this technology route they're going either. Um, the anime was chock full of filler in the beginning, so that was already a shitty experience. Um, yeah, I, yeah, I agree that it's trash. I'm not on a bandwagon. I think it's objectively yeah. trash. <laughs> yeah. Um, so the way I feel about it is, uh, I'm not going to call it objectively trash. <laughs> I will say that I am not a fan. However, I do appreciate some of the choices the guys make, um, like characters, for example, like, uh, Chino being a teacher. No, that's just. Did you appreciate that? I didn't appreciate that one. <laughs> Not all. But then people like Chocho, phenomenal character. I like Serato. The, the kid? Yeah. Choji and Choji's kid, yeah. Oh, okay. I like Serato way better than her parents. Like, put Serato in the original, you feel me? Uh, like, there's some stuff that they do in that I like. I like the respect Byakugan get in. Um, so that's why I can't just outright call it trash. As a nigga that didn't put how many chapters Naruto have about 700, yeah. 700 chapters in, I can respect what's going on, but that don't mean you I like it. You sound like a One Piece fan. Yeah, it's One like Piece that. fans can't let it go. If there's a bad chapter of One Piece, they can never bring themselves to say it was bad. <laughs> yeah, that's why I'm just like, hey. uh, so I can't call it trash. I can call it. It is what it is. It exists. All right. What spirit uh, said? So it's trash spirit. Uh, so thanks. S underscore underscore med seven and man man the famous for submitting questions. Let's move on to the second to last section. Manga highlights. All right. Um, we can touch on this stuff. So be on the lookout for our Jujutsu Kaisen and um solo leveling. What was it called? Solo leveling. Solo leveling. Um. Manga impressions, manga and manual impressions. Uh, we're just gonna touch on it real light here. Um, you want to start with yeah, jujitsu um, or, or solo level? Yeah, um, just real quick about it. Like I said, we ain't gonna go too deep, um, but I'll just go with solo leveling manhwa. It's a Korean manga about um, basically almost like an isekai, but real life. But you can really just view it like an isekai. Just keep it simple. Um, Trash guy leveling up, kind of like Kirito, but minus the parts that made it bad. Um, <laughs> after 20 episodes or 20 uh, chapters in, I can say that it reads very quickly, and I will have to rate it a decent plus. If you got a spare manga to pick up, pick it up. Yeah, I think for a solo leveling, I'm pretty much around. i probably just give it a flat decent. Um 
it was an interesting story. It does feel like a better sword art online, but my fear is that it's just going to become a villain of the week manga, and I would just hate reading that in manga form. Yeah. Um, so, Jujutsu Kaisen, um, I would say, yeah, so it's kind of like a bleachy vibe, uh, basically a world where instead of hollows, they got these things called curses, and there is a group of people that hunt them down. Main characters are a typical blessed shonen guy that gets even more blessed by absorbing some demon thing. Um, like I said, so far that also seems like almost a little bit, um, what do you call it, villain of the week yeah. or, or maybe, um, curse of the week. Yeah, curse of, <laughs> curse of the week with a, with a gotta catch them all theme to it. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> So far, like I said, it, it really shook me because it got a real Bleach vibe to it. And, you know, Bleach hurt my heart, so I, I don't know if I can go back into that relationship. I got to give it a decent minus. Uh, so, for Jujutsu Kaisen, I'm giving that a decent plus. Um, I think that the story was good enough to keep me reading. Bleach ain't um, I really liked the artwork. Bleach was one of my favorites, honestly. <laughs> Niggas didn't shit on... Like, if Bleach didn't have such a bad ending, like, and it was still Big 3... I would be a Bleach fanboy, I think. If mm. Compared to the other three, like One Piece, Naruto, Bleach, I think Bleach is the one that had my heart in reality. Interesting. It just had a really shit. You really start learning. So I had to life. leave. <laughs> but anyway, so um, story interesting. Uh, I really like the artwork. So I think in the way they kind of like do the fight so far. So I'm interested. I'm curious to read more. That's why I'm giving it a decent plus because I know if this one, I'm, pro- I'm going, I'm reading it now. So I think I'm going to keep consistent with this one. So that's why I say decent plus. Mm. Interesting. Alright. On to uh, the questions, I guess, for this. So, I mean, I was thinking, um, I think after our last chapter review, you brought this up that, like, Mirio was a guy who didn't start at the top of class, whatever, in Mm -hmm. the beginning. Um, And kind of, like, Sleeper picked up his way there. So, the chapter before this one that got released um, today, um, we saw the power-ups from, like, the UA students. Um, And of all those power-ups, I feel like the one that was the most interesting and given, like, the character themselves, like, a huge actual power-up was Invisible Girls. Toro, um, Toru um, Hakagura, I think her name is. Um, She has the ability now to bend, like... that progression to me, I think, is huge. So, I know before the theory was this bitch might be the traitor. It looks like the traitor is not a thing anymore. It doesn't exist. I, I guess they gave up on that plot line. Um, but, yeah. So, my question is to the group is, do y'all think Toru has a chance of being a mirror class one? Maybe not big three, but maybe big enough to enter the big woman three. Because right now, I would say big woman three would be Ochako... Um, or or Raka, right? Mm-hmm. Like important female character gets a lot of spotlight. Froppy, mm-hmm. and then it's probably debatable between Acid Girl and Momo. But I will argue Momo. Acid that, Girl is I, way better. I better, but I'm talking about as far as story spotlight goes. Oh, okay. I think they probably put more shine on Momo than Acid Girl. But it's probably debatable there. But for sure, Froppy and uh, Raka mm-hmm. are getting the shine. So, do you think she has a chance to break into the female big three? Uh, Maybe we'll put it that way instead of (laughs) popularity. Popularity, she will never. Well, we know one of the big three 
gonna be a, a woman. That's just like yeah. shown in trope. So that's that. Popularity? No. She is not making it popularity. The reason because you can't look at her. She's invisible. Now she can change that. If she, she get that light. power up. That's what I'm saying. If she get that power up, she <laughs> might jump up there off just being new. You feel me? She a dude. But I already know who's gonna be the come up character uh for the big three. It's gonna be Shinso, bro. He gonna, the, the nobody nigga. I came what from, if he's on I came from Gen Ed, my nigga. Just goes, Hey, stop. I don't think I don't think um Deku's gonna graduate big three. Here's what I'll say then. So do you think who do you who would you predict was on the chopping block if Shinso was coming to class with A? Do you oh, think do you think Toru was on there? Sugar no. Sugar. Oh, you think Sugar Home was on the chopping block? Because at the end of the day, Toru still got A Brahm invisible. I still got <laughs> stealth pops. I can deal still do stealth missions. Sugar Homie is like, hey bro, look. You big, you buff, you don't blend in, and Deku putting in more work. You got to go, bro. Right. And then the center's big homie from Class B, yeah. B's homie came through. Come, you see what he doing? You got to go. <laughs> that nigga drug a whole team single-handedly. Bro, he got to go. Bro. How you feel about it, Gramps? Do you think um, Toru or Invisible Girl is going to get more shine? I say break big three, but I'll just say get more shine to make it a more reasonable argument. <laughs> She's definitely not going to come up to be this uh, big three, but she's she's going to get a little bit of respect on her name placed on her. I feel like everybody's going to get a chance in the future to have at least some respect put on their names. Yeah. I think Ray right ahead, his time to shine, he's he's down for the rest of the show. But everybody else is going to get at least something, um, some kind of respect placed on them. Um, yeah. But as far as the as far as somebody coming up, I can easily see somebody being in the shadows of coming up to be uh, one of the big three. And knock one of the current guys out. I would love for it to be Bakugo who gets knocked out of the big three, but y'all know that should be fun. <laughs> that has been a nice thing. If somebody checked Bakugo Bakugo will become a villain. Ooh, it's a rat. His ass will become a villain. But you know what just came to mind? And it's kind of going to segue into the next question, but um, it would be really scary if Toga got that power. What power? Toru's power. Oh. oh I think they, that would definitely be shame. a great boost for her. Like, yeah, if they got that joint, because she's already an espionage person. Mm -hmm. So it's like that, like, of all the other powers she could actually add to her arsenal, between Momo's and hers, I think those two would, like, it's over if if she has that. Mm -hmm. Like, as far as battle power capability, like, that's very versatile. She can turn invisible now, and she can bend light. That'd be rough. What is she not getting into? She want to rob banks? Laser shits, fuck out of here. Like, I can bend that shit, mm-hmm. go get the shit. So, like, I think um, now the more I'm thinking about it, I'm like, maybe they might not even have her big, 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 uh, be big three. Maybe she might turn to a gnome. Or maybe they might rob, like, But an invisible gnome, that'd be OP. Snatch that oh, shit up. Oh, that'd be tough. Yeah. But that's a quirk. That's a quirk that I still Because to be for. honest, one is... I can see the plan right now if I was smart, right? If I knew Invisible Girl existed, snatch her up, turn her into a Nomu. Make sure Toga takes her power. Now she can blend into UA 100% of the time. Nobody knows that that's not Toru. Mm-hmm. And then I just There's no way to find out. I just literally hit him with a, hey, y'all can control my power now and just turn into a regular person. Anybody. Yeah. <laughs> just any regular girl like I am. It's like, yeah, I'm Toru, to- uh, whatever her name is. Yeah. Hakagure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Toru. Yeah. Toru, yep. So, 
Yeah, I don't know. Now, now my theory is turning into her ass might get swooped up. <laughs> <laughs> she <laughs> she might, might get a all my uh, all for one be looking at people quirks Man. like, yeah, I need that. <laughs> <laughs> What's that mean with the black dude yeah, like, behind like, the tree? Oh, <laughs> 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 I gotta turn that into one. Bro. Oh yeah, all for quirks, all for one. Let me get that up off. Alright, so oh, last question of the biggest segment. How y'all feel about these villains, bro? Because I think these villains, I just read the latest chapter, these villains are looking good, man. They're looking way better than the heroes right now. And Hawks looks to be real scared of motherfucking twice. Here's my thing. D- damn right you should have. Twice OP. Well, you looking scared, scared. Shook, mm-hmm. shook. Twice can literally just you show up and can solo a city. Like, you should be shook by that nigga. But <laughs> this, like, twice need to die. You think so? Hell you think he's yeah. going to kill him or you think they're going to try to find a way to convert him? Because okay. it seemed like they was leaning towards either Hobbs is going to sympathize or he's going to, like, die and try to get it twice to sympathize. I think he, he would try to convert Because heroes ain't going to kill I feel like Death Flags would be a wave in that part. Somebody Somebody's dead flag. Let's get played. I don't uh, know. This one I gotta say, actually, I am surprisingly more on the side of heroes than I was before. Not saying that I believe heroes gonna win it. Yeah. It's just like at first it was like, oh, ninety-five percent these niggas get washed by villains. Now more like there's a thirty-five to forty percent chance they make it. And the reason is because the heroes are on the offensive. Yeah. I thought they were just gonna be on the defensive. I was like, y'all niggas gonna get ran. But imagine <laughs> if they come through. Imagine if they just give like, hey, you gotta kill or. Like you could kill. Yeah. Not every hero gonna do it, but if Endeavor, Endeavor flash fire, half the Liberation Army gone. You know what I'm saying? You could cut them numbers down with one flash fire, let alone two. Yeah. You after two flash fires, only the coldest niggas around. Like I'm just saying. I know Endeavor not gonna do that, but I'm just saying. Now that they on offensive, shows me that these niggas ready. And let's not forget, cops can still kill niggas. Like a bullet will take out some. A lot of these niggas with cops. So here's the other question, follow up question I would ask too is um uh do you think there are heroes lying in wait like uh sleeper agents right now? So slide and go looks like it looked like they about to meet slide and go when like the battle starts. Like slide and go will walk out with the liberation army. Mm-hmm. But do you think that there's some heroes that are part of the liberation army? That are still hiding with the regular heroes oh, yeah, to front sure. with this. Because I don't think Hawks was there either for in sure. that walk up that they showed. So it's like he'll walk out and be like, oh, you know, I'm a double yeah. no wage or whatever. I but, definitely think there are heroes that are still in the organization. Uh-huh. I just think that. Because I'm curious to see how that's going to turn the tables in the battle once you, like, if there's a significant amount of heroes. Like, are they going to use it as something to highlight the heroes where they say, oh, we've already knew these double agents were there, so, like, it's not a problem? Or are these double hero, the, like, double agents going to be fights for the students? Or are, is it going to be, like, an actual thing that causes a turmoil in the battle? I have no idea how this is going to go. Yeah. Literally, it's so many options right now. I'm just kind of like... And we still have God Tomorrow that's going to show up. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So it's like, <laughs> that's why I'm like, I don't understand what he's setting up here. I sometimes hate his storytelling and the way he builds this. Because um, you sometimes fight. never know what the fuck going on. Yeah, and it's like, it, but then sometimes it's like in a very weird thing. Like, to me, 
that those five, six pages we spent, like now I get it. I don't hate the power-ups as much more now, now that I see where the students were placed. They're basically placed on evacuation and rescue duty. Mm-hmm. So I'm like, okay, cool. But I do still feel like because of some of the power-ups they mentioned, there's going to be some cause of a fight between these yeah, characters, for right? Sure. They're just not fighting like the big-name niggas, but they're going to fight some people in the evacuation piece of this, this thing. But, like, I'm also just, like, curious as to, I don't know how he planned his war to play out, because I feel like it would have been better to explore the villain divisions mm-hmm. with those pages instead of the hero power-ups. Like, I feel like it should have been flipped where, like, that two-month flashback should have just been, like, this is what these niggas oh, learned. Man. And then the, vil- the pages we saw should have been like, oh, here's what the villains is doing. Yeah, so, I feel like they just going to kind of show us what the villains have been doing as they introduce them. Mm. But I feel like the villains, they got a numbers boost. I don't think they're getting a powers boost. Got it. You know what I'm saying? And anybody that's new, you just going to have to find out when they get boxed on. Right. If you ever find out. <laughs> um, I mean, honestly, I do hope he take like a fucking kind of one piece-ish route to this. Like, I don't want to see every single one of these niggas' powers. Like, yeah. it's too many characters. Have the world continue as we watch main characters mm-hmm. do shit and be like, oh, shit. Um, and Endeavor died off screen. Like, I, I wouldn't care about that. Well, I seen the nigga box. He not a main character. Yeah. So if he died off screen on some, like, big niggas was doing big fights while we following the main character, I wouldn't even mm-hmm. trip. I feel like it's going to make way more sense in the anime because I feel like too many pieces were moving in these past two chapters. Like, at the end of the chapter before this, there was, like, that mm, time skip, and then we showed the doctor, but then we start off this chapter with the flashback and then a move to the presence, but no real talking about what the fuck the doctor was doing. So I feel like that's another chess piece that's moving Mm -hmm. around in the background of, like, so what the fuck is actually... Like, how is this all going to come together? I feel like the anime will do a way better job of storytelling this to where I go, like, okay, like, now I see how, like, the things play together. Because right now, I'm like, one, I feel like the heroes are should lose this battle because it just seems like too many unknowns, and they're not showing me how they prepared for these unknowns. It was cool that they found out where the city was, and the Hawks probably provided them some information about the organizational structure, mm-hmm. but I don't think they know enough about the powers of these niggas. I don't think they know enough about the no-moves. Um, and from Definitely what I saw, not. I saw more of those no-moves that dropped all my, I mean, Endeavor, that damn near dropped Endeavor there, like in that little scene. So oh, I don't yeah. know if they actually made more of them. Um, so yeah, I just think it's all that, around dangerous for these That's guys. the like, one thing where I'm like, bro, I could see the Liberation Front plus the League of Villains. That's a fight where I'm like, ooh, these niggas might be able to come out with it by still seeing them women. Yeah. Once we talking about the the, the no high case. ends, they might have a high end for everybody in the top ten. Yeah. Like if you just do that, like hey, we got a high end for each nigga in the top ten. It's over. Because I don't see Endeavor's a character development or power development since he got dropped in here. So I don't think I don't see any of the heroes as getting stronger. Except the. Uh, the kids. Yeah, yeah. I the, think my nigga Wind General is going to come through and show somebody ooh, what. That's true. Where the fuck are they? Uh, apparently, this shit happened all around Japan. They're so, attacking bases all around Japan? Uh, yeah, the, the uh, villains. They, the, oh. they This is happening in every major city around Japan. So when we see oh, so Deku got them, a base in every city. Yeah, so when we see Deku them, it's like, oh, that's why Deku was like, oh, y'all niggas going out on some shit too that's crazy and they yeah. all met up in the city apparently this is supposed to be like a 
everywhere in Japan, a bunch of heroes is suiting up with a bunch of students to box on some shit. Ah. So I don't think we're going to see all 100,000 niggas on one fight in one city. Got it. Okay, That'd be absurd. It. That's interesting then. So but that I means think that they're the going to fight like one of the heads in each thing. Yeah, and I think the main characters are the ones that are pushing on Tamura's location mm. at the base of this mountain. Could have completely read that shit wrong. Yeah. We don't see. All right. Perhaps you ain't all we did. Because I ain't read my viz, bro. I read mine on. I gotta get a chance to catch up. Yeah. Niggas. Hey, man, I read that viz shit. You gotta. I don't fuck with viz, bro. I'm a OA. I want my shit illegally. I mean, at this point, it's just too. It's too late to matter. You know, mm-hmm. it get dropped. Like everything gets dropped after viz now, besides One Piece. So. Just might as well read it with this. Well, no, I, I, this once I had theirs early. They had it Friday early or mm-hmm. like Saturday early? Friday night. Oh, wow. That's why I was like, yeah, my my translation might be off. You know what I'm <laughs> I got to reread it on the Viz to make sure that I was saying that shit. All right. That's okay. random niggas translating. Uh, let's cap it off with MVPs and Goofies of the Month. So, for me, um, I'm going to have to go ahead and give my Goofy to Seven Daily Sins because... You're still going, and I don't know why. I don't Dang. know why this is still going on. Oh, no, I thought that was your favorite anime, nigga. It was. Um, and then, yeah, for MVPs, I got to give it to Fire Force, man. I gotta, it's not even MVP this month. It's not even enough respect because you should have won Hello Awards last year. That's all I'm saying, bro. It's too late now. Yeah, facts. You know what I'm saying? You beyonce though. <laughs> And you gotta live with that. Facts. <laughs> yo, yo, I'ma let y'all finish, but I wanna say allegedly R.I.P. to Kobe. To who? Kobe Bryant? Kobe Bryant. Like as in just now? They just announced that shit like probably 10, 15 minutes ago. Wow. What? What the fuck? Uh, passed away in a helicopter crash. What? Holy shit. Yeah, bro. Check the news articles. Shit crazy. Yeah. That's crazy. I don't know when you're going to get taken. That's... Wow. Everyone on board dead. I don't see that shit on my shit. Yeah, so at least three other people. Fire broke out. Nobody on board survived. Damn, that's crazy. His wife wasn't one of the people. Was it? Was not. I'm assuming Vanessa Bryant is his wife. That's crazy. You know, niggas don't come with yeah. conspiracy wow. theories. For real. No, of course. Damn, I heard people like Mamba, man. Just wanted to put that out there yeah, and have real. a little quick moment of silence for that one. Yeah, uh, let's have a moment of silence for Kobe Bryant, man. R.I.P. Alright. Yeah, ooh. Yeah, uh, and uh, I'll try to, try to uh, switch up the mood real quick. Uh, I'll give my MVP to Senku from uh, from Doctor Stone, Chapter uh, One Thirty Five. He was uh, I-, I feel like the man was definitely very well calculated with what he did. Uh, I don't know if y'all want me to give the details on it because I believe I'm probably the only one who actually reads the manga of that, right? Yeah, I'm in and out of the manga. I'll so. forget by the time it gets. Uh, yeah, yeah, so yeah, I don't I'm, care. I'm I'm gonna say he, he's very well calculated for what he's uh, doing against the enemy uh, within within the show. He basically calculated it perfectly to stop himself from being um, 
re-petrified. And uh, I'll give my goofy, goofy of the month to whoever was the person that caught the coronavirus and started spreading that shit. <laughs> they definitely, <laughs> they definitely had to be in some shit that, <laughs> that motherfuckers are not supposed to be fucking with. Mm-hmm. No lie. You, you know, talking about they were eating bats? Nah, they were they were out there fucking bats or something, dude. Sure. They they were definitely doing some shit they shouldn't be doing out here in the world, and they caught some shit. They shouldn't have been doing out here in the world. Motherfuckers catch that, that that corona, bro. I ain't trying to get it. It's really real. Um, so my MVP of the year I gave to Nana Shimura because <laughs> uh, one I like her quirk. Uh, it's basically. It seems like the same quirk as um, Captain Celebrity, which uh, being able to float. Yeah, which like I like Captain Celebrity. Yeah. Uh, even though he like a dickhead. Um, if you don't know who Captain Celebrity is, he's from the um, My Hero spinoff, mm-hmm. uh, Vigilantes. But yeah, if if it's anything like that, or if Deku get anything like that, he's a hundred percent going the Superman route. Yeah. Um, which um it's just interesting. Like you gotta put some shine on Grand Torino though. In the back. Oh yeah, Grand Torino was hell in the back. Buffish is But uh Nana was looking what? super Yo, thick though. though. Oh he was definitely clapping them up. So? Grand Torino's okay. in there. Oh, 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 Jet Boots were there. He was like lifting her in the air. Here's my thing though. I'm gonna be one hundred. If Nana Shimura is my wife, and I'm like, hey, you know, baby, I know you be working with this Gran Torino guy because y'all heroes and all, but it's kind of weird. Y'all both got, like, flying quirks. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? I can't check up on you in the skies like Man. that. I can't have you working with this bum nigga. You know what I mean? And Gran Torino just be sitting on the couch like, <laughs> I ain't going to say nothing. You know what I mean? Back in my day. Back in my day, I used to be piping all yeah. the heroes. You see these legs? Yeah, nah, I'm not going. Gran Torino <laughs> definitely fucking Nana Shimura. <laughs> Nana used to hit me too. That's why you could take that all my punches. Yeah, my face. Like, oh, I've been to that. <laughs> 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 hey, no, we got to talk. I'm sorry to cut yeah, you yeah. off, but like at some point we have to discuss how strong the jaws are in these characters. Because <laughs> overhaul survived a punch to the jaw, bro. And it wasn't. I don't know how much longer between that and the attack by Tomura, mm-hmm. but this nigga was fine. Like, this was a 1,000% punch yeah. to the jaw, and this nigga was... He was able to talk. His jaw right. should have been a He blessing. was totally fine. And then Gran Torino with an all my punch to the jaw. Yeah. This nigga was... Now, all my was trying to kill a nigga with Right? <laughs> What we really need to check on is the quirk for the jaw, bro. Because I think people in the My Hero world got some strong ass chins, man. Oh God! Adamantium jaws. This motherfucker. That's why it confuses me. Where in every anime, when somebody's blocking some type of crazy strong attack, they always put their arms over their face as if that's going to negate all the damage throughout the rest of their body. (laughs) Oh, nigga, your jaw is the strongest part of you. Block that shit, bro. Um, for my goofy of the month, I get that shit to Patry because we just got to the part in the motherfucking <laughs> manga where where all you figure out. Have you joined oh, the Patry haters? This nigga yeah. fucking, you was a goofy the whole time. Yep. He done let all this shit just for the uh, word devil to be he like you played yeah. yourself. You and did, then, and then he got mad. And like I feel like this, if and they got turned into a dark. Elf. If a nigga played me that hard, 
I was just like, bro, you got me. I was a fucking goofy. I was an idiot. But this nigga's like, no, nah, I'm going to get mad and become a dark elf and then continue to fuck up the world yeah. that I fucked up. I'm like, damn, bro, you should have just offed yourself. That would have been the yes. better response to this. Did I ever ask you how you felt about the Charming stuff? Charming? Yeah. Uh, the world building they did with Charming? Uh, it was it, they didn't it didn't go that hard in the anime. You don't think so? It was just kind of like. But I mean, they had a whole other race of niggas though. Dwarves? Out of nowhere? No, I guess not, man. Charming is <laughs> charming. Wolf and sheep's clothes. That's how I opened Ramat's eye, third eye yesterday. Think about it. No. Wolf. She was a wolf in sheep's clothes. So you think she bad or something? No, I'm just saying that they played that mm-hmm. trope. I mean, I guess. <laughs> but you mean? There's a literal wolf in the clothing. I feel you. <laughs> she just like, I, I, I don't fuck with Charmy as hard, bro. Damn. At the end of this whole thing where all these niggas doing their power-ups and yeah. shit, I'm still like, I still fuck with Gauss over all these niggas. Really? I thought the Gauss part of the Elf Park was the funniest part because they was all like, we fucking hate you and your like sister loving shit. But, but we gotta know. save you. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> You're still part of the Black Bulls. Mm-hmm. <laughs> all right, y'all. Yeah. We done. See y'all next uh, month, I guess. Bye. For some Valentine's Day related content. Yeah, hey, that's what my, this is gonna be my two year anniversary. You think I wouldn't be three? Is it? We yeah. started like May 2016. That was the the first episode I recorded with these you. niggas. Don't even give me an anniversary gifts. Fuck these niggas. Wow. Man. Alrighty. <laughs> Bye. See y'all later. <laughs>